0: Welcome Feathered Friends, we are back for another episode of Busting the Pack. Step inside my black and white world and let your grey matter spark a fantasy of never giving up, fighting for a worthy cause. This podcast is proudly sponsored by the WA Magpies Collingwood Supporters Group. In this episode, I interview a WA Magpies member who is a tireless fundraiser for the Motor Neurone Disease Association of Western Australia. There are details on how you can get involved with all the finals action with the WA Magpies at the Herdsman Tavern in Wembley. And there is a competition to email bustingthepack at gmail.com your best fridge magnet photos. You know the fridge magnet, the one that came in the membership pack. I want to know the most creative location you can come up with. And for doing that, and to be judged the best, you'll win a $50 Jim's Pool Services voucher which is valid for a range of gym services. Well, on with the show. My next loyal and passionate Collingwood supporter guest was indoctrinated at four years old by Mr Too Good in Melbourne to barrack for the Mighty Pies. He has excelled in both Australian rules football and cricket. After hanging up the football boots and protection box made the decision to become an umpire. And since his mum passed away in 1982 from motor neurone disease and inspired by the bravery shown by Neil Danaher's much publicised fight against what Neil calls the beast, now hosts quiz nights to raise money for the MND Association of Western Australia and their tireless work in finding a cure for the disease. Welcome to the podcast, David Wern.
1: Thank you very much, Jason. It's a pleasure being here.
0: Ah, thank you. I really appreciate your time. Now, firstly, we met this year at the sign-up table for WA Magpies memberships at the Herdsmans Tavern. When I asked if you were interested in attending a quiz night as my, so- as my social function idea during the buy round for Collingwood, you inform me that you host quiz nights for the MND Association of WA. From that moment, you were integral in organising WA Magpie's inaugural quiz night with all proceeds going to MND WA. And that night we raised just over $1,500. Since hosting quizzes and selling the scarves and highly popular puppies, what impact has this community service had on your life?
1: Oh, I, I have a huge impact, um, Jason. Um, I just am staggered at the support that I get for uh, these types of functions. Um, I love doing them myself, so, um, and of course, when you're raising funds for a cause like MND, which is pretty close to my heart, it's just, uh, yeah, it's amazing. It is truly amazing, and uh, I have to thank everyone that attends these and donates their money and their time to um, support such a good cause.
0: And just on that, um, I recently saw you in action as Chris Master or MC at the Quinns Rock Sports Club last Saturday. Now, I must say I was very inspired by the speech given by a former captain of the Australian cricket team, Kim Hughes. In sharing the challenges of his life and his ongoing support in raising money for MND research, and how good was that framed Don Bradman photo that was donated, which I understand fetched seven hundred dollars when it went under the hammer? Um, what was the catalyst which motivated you to being directly involved with fundraising in fighting for a worthwhile cause?
1: I think it's just the fact that it's every dollar, every cent that is raised for uh, MND actually goes to MND. So um, the dollars, the cents, everything that um, that we get goes towards. It might be something towards finding the cure for it, Mm -hmm. but it will also go towards maybe repairing a, a wheelchair for a um, for a customer uh, uh, and there's lots of uh, customers around that have got this disease and it's um, it's just an uh, just assists everyone in uh, in their day-to-day uh, operations
0: so I, I take it there'd be quite a lot of voluntary work done with the administration side of the um- of the association?
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, There's probably six or seven volunteers, I think, that go in, Mm -hmm. answer phones. Um, I was in actually a few weeks ago uh, uh, cleaning up the warehouse a bit for them and um, getting all the puppies together and getting all the beanies together, you know, because uh, (laughs) they were all over the place. But, um, you know, it's just... It is basically a voluntary um, organisation. Of course, it does have paid uh, staff as well, but uh, but uh, it it is a a real voluntary thing, and everyone does a wonderful job.
0: And um, again, um, just that one night alone, that you know, I had the privilege of attending, you know, and seeing you in action. um, That raised uh, just under. $3,000 Three thousand dollars full the night, and given that it was only five dollar um, per person to get on a table, and as Kim Hughes as I rightly said, well, mate, let's just double that. Let's make those ten dollars, and you would have had uh, you know quite a lot more. But um, the point being is, um, I was just very impressed by the amount of people that turned out on a Saturday night. You know, irrespective that there was no football on. That night, um, just a, you know, a great turnout, and you and you put me on the same table as Steve Martin, who's an Indian, and who ended up winning the best joke prize, <laughs> and I managed to win a raffle, a, a raffle prize, and I'm, I'm going to have to like um, contemplate whether to. Uh, to uh, travel the most distance uh, in history to get a haircut. Because <laughs> it'll be up at Clarkson. So I might be that over to my dad for a belated Father's Day present. Um, uh, one more thing I'd love to uh, raise, just a couple of things about your style with, with the quizzes. Firstly, your anagrams. God, you don't even make them easy. When you couldn't get one of those band names and yeah. the, the table that we marked they got uh they got 3 out of 5
1: yeah um, so yeah I know for the collingwood
0: you're done, you start me there I have got nothing on you when it comes to decoding your anagrams I
1: know for the collingwood function we had uh, names of um footballers that were anagrams
0: and yeah, this we one sure did. I
1: just I was just trying to work out what to do and I thought ah uh, I'll make it band names, and I was able to um, mm. get some uh, anagrams for band names, and uh, yeah, well, <laughs> you know, if you if you know it, you know it. If you don't,
0: you do. You yeah, don't. and it's something that I do know now that I've had experience after seeing you in action when we did the um, inaugural one uh, for the Dugway Magpies, which we ended up just giving all the money that we raised to the uh, MND Association, or WA, and actually that night we had the uh, the privilege of having Scott Cummings as AMC, so yeah. great night. Uh, uh, people had quite a bit of fun from what I gather. Um, now, I cannot go past the stress that I was under on Saturday night, being that I was only with a in a table of three, and I thought, oh... Whatever we do, don't finish last. Don't finish last. And you know why? Because I already knew that you had, I'll, I'll let you tell the audience, you've got a little funny, uh, shall we say, booby prize when you finish last at your quiz night. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you explain it.
1: Yeah. Table, the tables that come last... Usually, get the best prize or the most valuable prize, anyway, because it's if it's a (laughs) table of six, they'll Mm. get breakfast for six. And breakfast, absolutely. And breakfast for six usually consists of, (laughs) and on Saturday night, it was a Collingwood bag, Mm. then inside the Collingwood bag were six foam cups, (laughs) six tea bags. Six crumpets, six UHT milks, but of course we had to put in. I couldn't get a six pack of baked beans, so they have to content themselves with four.
0: Oh hope there's no and, uh, fighting over the, uh, <laughs> the tins.
1: And of course we had six eggs. So, um, yeah, it's become a bit of a tradition with me for yeah. for this. Um, and well, you can only fool them once though.
0: And um, I'll, I'll never forget the looks <laughs> from that from when we had that quiz night, the first one. And because obviously you told us about it um, when you attended the committee meetings leading up to the quiz night. And then on the night when it was actually. <laughs> unveiled and they and only the committee knew about it. This was a very, this was top secret you know kind of you know, clandestine operation Excellent. and oh the look on their face was priceless because they thought oh how good cool is this
1: we're going to get a, we're going to get a dinner for
0: six you know and, and we come uh, last yeah. how does that work
1: and it's a breakfast for six that yeah. uh, <laughs> you've got to do your own cooking yeah
0: so um, changing topic um this Mr. Too if that is his real name, what is the story behind this man from your childhood growing up in Melbourne who implored you to barrack for the mighty pies?
1: Okay. Now, this story is as true as I sit here tonight mm-hmm. or today. Yeah. Um, Mr. Too was our neighbour in Melbourne, in uh, Blackburn, and... On Saturday, uh, Sunday mornings it was, my mum and dad used to walk around the block and have a cup of tea with him. I used to jump the back fence and I'd be sitting on his knee when mum and dad arrived and he'd be telling me, you know, in winter time, he'd be telling me how Collingwood had done. Anyway, I distinctly remember and I can still hear him when he said, son, You've got a barrack for Collingwood. You must barrack for Collingwood, <laughs> and you know why, because they're too good.
0: Oh, beautifully
1: done! And then he would just, in a roaring laugh, he'd just go, ha, 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 "They're too good," and that is a true story. And that is the reason why this man sitting here barracks for Collingwood.
0: So whoever you are, Mr. Too Good, whoever you are, if you're even still around, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to assume anything, but you're responsible for how David turned out. If he was still alive. A mad Collingwood supporter.
1: If he was still alive today, I think he'd be about 160 years old. But
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well there you go. I didn't want to assume. He could be cried, you haven't been frozen for all we know. Now um, Yeah, obviously you you played a bit of sport uh, in your time. But firstly with your um, your junior football. Um, playing for clubs such as Blackburn South, Blackburn and Box Hill in Melbourne. Can you give the audience a sense of what it was like on the day you kicked 11 goals in a game? And by the way, that was in a year that you managed to uh, snag 79.
1: Yeah, I, it was uh, from your your first...
0: From your, uh, <laughs> from your <laughs> records, so yeah. we'll go with that
1: but um yeah, there was the first game of the year actually oh you're kidding me Yeah, it was the first game so you're on
0: track for yeah
1: b- and i kicked yeah. 11 yep um played full forward of course i was i was always very skinny as a as a player and that's why I never went any further with my football really. But mm-hmm. I could take a good mark and It'd be okay kept, now though. Yeah and <laughs> Yeah, thanks for that. That's okay, um, you're welcome. And I and I could take a good mark and yep. I kicked accurately, that was the thing. And I think the mm. day that I kicked eleven, I think I actually kicked eleven goals too. Oh. So nice work. So I was it was a great start to the season, um, and it, I remember at three quarter time, I think I had nine at three quarter time, mm-hmm. and oh. everyone knew, and they were trying to get me a dozen, but I didn't quite get to. The, I would have been happy with ten. Yeah, uh, they, they wanted me to get a dozen, or when I, Metric when I dozen, yeah, when I got my eleventh, they yeah. they wanted me to get to twelve, but uh, <laughs> didn't quite get that, but. Um, yeah, I mean it was that um, was quite exciting. That was um, you know made it, makes you feel good when you do that. Um,
0: now were they coming in with a bow on them, or was it was it a bit of body work or was?
1: Oh, uh, it, it was bit, mainly just. Splash, my, it was just mainly balls that came uh, from memory. It was just balls that came in. So just bust,
0: basically, busting out from the goal.
1: Oh no, I wasn't really busting out. I wasn't that quick, but. Um, Meandering was, out? Uh, a bit quicker than probably meandering? Probably meandering, yeah. Meandering. Gee, it was playing on you? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you must have <laughs> slipped in a few bucks. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on now. Before the start of you... the uh, so no, I don't,
0: don't want to like take yeah, the gloss off but, your uh, room.
1: Give me some credit.
0: Oh, I'm giving it to you. Yeah. And I'm giving you the audience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and most of the most of the guys, you know, I mean this was in under 15s under fifteen's uh yeah. footing. Um, but yeah, most, most of them were within, say, because they were quite small grounds we played on, but mm. um, they were probably within 30 metres of goal. But I used to put them through the big sticks
0: accurately,
1: yep. you know. A bit like uh, a. Uh, sever- oh, well, I was going to say a Saverio rocker. Wow, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> At least you didn't say his brother went in myth. It's <laughs> one in the goal square. Oh God! How can you manage that? But it, it can be done. Yeah, absolutely. Done. And I've done it myself, and it was very embarrassing.
1: But the interesting <laughs> thing with with my football career was that I actually played with, when I went to Blackburn and played. Mm. I played with four guys who ended up playing VFL football, and one of them actually captain Richmond.
0: Yeah, because you did mention yeah. him in the research you gave. Yeah, me.
1: and uh, he also became Kevin Sheedy's runner at uh, Essendon. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and Brian Wood was his name and he was a mm. blonde-haired guy and, uh, you know, that uh, football team, that under-16 footy team that we had at Blackburn was just unbeatable and having four guys that... Uh, Ended up playing VFL footy was a pretty amazing feat.
0: Well, not a bad uh, purple patch, I guess. If you, you start the season and that you ultimately kick seventy nine goals in, and you kick eleven in the first, so you really went. They really like <laughs> they worked you out pretty quickly. Whoever was coming. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. That was probably what you did wrong. You probably like you scared them off so much <laughs> that start playing three players on you. But no, that's it's a fine achievement anyway. Um, and also now, with your cricket, you were no stranger to success there. Uh, as an opening batsman in a team that played in four premierships.
1: Yeah. Now, were they consecutive premierships? No. Oh, okay. no, no, one was um, the first, because the, I captained the first that the club ever had, which was an under-14 uh, premiership, mm. and it was... That was an unbelievable experience winning that because we lost the first two games of the year and ended up winning the premiership. We had a, an amazing coach and, um, yeah, we, um, you know, cricket was my game more than football.
0: Right.
1: And, um, you know, to win the premiership and we actually had a 50-year reunion a couple of years ago for the club okay. and uh, went back to Melbourne and sort of told a few stories yeah. about that. Yep. And uh, it, was, uh, yeah, it was a really good experience, but we won other senior um, premierships as well. And then as mm. we won premierships, this was in suburban cricket, and as we won in suburban cricket, we would get promoted from D grade to C grade to B grade to A grade. And we, we were basically an old schoolboys team and uh, we all stuck together over the years and it was, um, mm. yeah, it was a great experience.
0: So in the era of domination, um, you know, being an opening batsman, you always had a bit of, bit of skill when it came to, um, you know, keeping out the good balls and, uh, and punishing the bad ones. So um, was 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 batting your main focus, oh, or, absolutely. Did you, or did you, or were that, you one of those batters that used to hate fielding and just just wanted
1: to bat all the time? No, no, I love. I I didn't mind fielding, and yeah. I, I I did enjoy bowling uh, as a junior, but yeah, I lost the art of bowling and just became um, just became a a batsman. Yeah. But one interesting uh, little sidelight to this is mm. um, there was a guy a few weeks ago at uh, the MCG um who was a member of the uh, Magpie Premiership in 1958, I think it was, uh, Thorold Merritt. Mm -hmm. And I actually played cricket against Thorold Merritt back in the 1970s. Right. And he was a champion Collingwood wingman. And uh, he's now, I think, close to 90 years of age. But uh, he was a really good cricketer and... uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, great playing with or against, against him.
0: So there's a first time for everything, and I can't believe I am doing this, but I am officially fraternising with an umpire. But as aligned as they are, they are crucial in officiating the game of sport. I mean, without them, we got nothing, uh, especially at junior level. Um, and I used, to, I used to experience that firsthand um, <clears throat> if I wasn't playing football, if I was on the sidelines, it can get out of hand very quickly. Um, given your sporting background, what made you decide to become an umpire and what is one of the funniest experiences you've had in this
1: role? Okay. Um, <clears throat> the first lot of umpiring I did was in, in a Eastern District footy league in Melbourne. Um... And I gave football away because I was too light to go into senior footy. And I was about 18, I think, when I uh, took up umpiring. Yeah. Um, I was just too light. I couldn't put any weight on. and Get pushed uh, off the ball too easy. Pushed off the yeah. ball too easy. Um, I know, like <laughs> terrible feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and I... I just went down to the local uh, ground one day and spoke to a guy who was the uh, umpire's advisor and I just took up umpiring and I Mm. umpired a lot of football in the eastern districts for about seven, eight years um, before I came to Perth in 82. But the most, the funniest experience I've had uh, would be my very first ga- uh, My very first grand final over here in an amateur game at Bassendine Oval.
0: Oh. And who was
1: playing? Do you know who was playing? I can't remember the oh. team. I can't remember the teams. Because it was Ocean
0: Ridge. There would usually be a fight somewhere because yeah. <laughs> I used to play for them. Yeah. We no, were but, shocking. We've-
1: but what happened was we had the two umpire system. It was at Bassendine Oval. I think it was like a C grade Colts game or grand final. And one team was about eight, nine goals in front in the last quarter. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, from the other end, where the other umpire was, he had the captain ask him he wanted to have a count of the players.
0: Right. (laughs) Yep.
1: Anyway. We stopped the game.
0: Yeah.
1: And we lined both teams up. Yeah. Did the count, counted one, two, three, down to eighteen for the first team. Yeah. One to eighteen for the second team. Yeah. And of course that was fine. Yeah. We had to continue. And of course one team was behind by eight or nine goals at the fifteen minute mark of the last quarter. Mm. And um, The ball came down towards me and their captain was there. And I said, what the bloody hell were you doing that for? And he said, oh, I just was trying to find a way that we could win. (laughs) <laughs> Out
0: of ideas, mate. So is not thinking it was gonna backfire on him and and he he had the short. That's what I thought you'll get to, but you sk you skittle that.
1: <laughs> I know I said, Oh, I think I said something like you're a dickhead mate or something like that, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was within the rules, he was yeah. allowed to ask, and that was the thing with um with it, so he was just trying to find a uh, a way to actually win the game. And if they had have had nineteen men on the ground, their score would have gone back to zero. <laughs>
0: oh, so it's actually obviously a very harsh punishment.
1: <laughs> is it the same for the AFL these days? I don't think. No, that, I don't think. I, I I'm, I'm not exactly but, sure what the rule is. Because it has now. happened.
0: Yeah, and I think it's like a fifty metre penalty. Yeah, the score does definitely does not go back to yeah. zero. Too much betting on the games these days.
1: But um, <laughs> there been outcry. Yeah, this similar thing has happened to me. Um, it didn't happen to me, but it happened to another bloke I know, mm. where they asked for a count and there was eighteen, and <laughs> one one captain said, um, sorry, um, but you forgot to count yourself because you're favouring the other team. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was probably the <laughs> the funniest one. Um, I had quite a few incidences over the years with, um, oh, no, you know, uh, yeah. different things, uh, threats and this sort of thing well, from sometimes spectators. It's, yeah, some of
0: it is more so, you know, it's, a, yeah. it's on the other side of the um, the boundary line as opposed to, yeah. You know, the ones actually, you know, doing battle.
1: Yeah, but another interesting one that I had uh, was Mm -hmm. down at uh, Hilton Park and um, I did a Sunday game in the South um, Mm Fremantle juniors and the umpire that was supposed to be umpiring with me was actually the old priest from here, Father Brian Morrison. And he was running late and he came out ran out onto the ground, you know, during the second quarter and apologised and said, oh, sorry, I'm late, got stuck (laughs) at mass. (laughs) He he had a mass to do on that day. But Father Brian Brian was a um, uh, well-known identity around Fremantle and um, Mm. uh, East Fremantle and South Fremantle. So I did a lot of games in the South Fremantle and... Uh, East Fremantle Junior Councils, and and did the WA amateurs. And
0: uh, currently, are you are you still uh, umpiring? No, not, I'm. So no more umpiring. No,
1: there. the only. Okay. Well, not in football, but I do. I'm with the North Suburban Community Cricket Association.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So but like, you don't.
0: But you don't umpire. Yeah, Yeah. I umpire, you, yeah, I umpire there. Yeah. yeah.
1: And I've yeah. uh, been doing that now for uh, coming up for my eighth year, I think it is, uh, in that association.
0: Um, obviously, you know, you're a, um, you're a member of the WA Magpies. Um, Herzman Taverns, where we try and keep a little on it, but it's very hard, especially last year, the amount of those close games. I always jokingly say, you know, that was our defibrillator phase because we almost needed a sponsorship for a defibrillator. Yep. Because um, of some of the uh, just heart attack moments we had to endure. Um, what do you most enjoy about watching a Collingwood game at the Herzman Tavern with the black and white army of the WA Magpies?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it's just, um, it's such a great group of people that get there, you know. And I mean, a lot of people keep to themselves, you know, when they're what you know, when they're watching the game, there's others that are in groups of, mm, of people. Definitely, yes. Um there is a mixture, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, but you can tell that everyone is keyed up for it and everyone's got a bit of a nervous <laughs> tension <laughs> about it because yeah. they want Collingwood to win. Mm. And um, yeah it's it's a great experience. And I think, um, you know, last year it was a, it was really good as well and it was disappointing when we um, missed out in that last bit. But, um, sure, I mean, Collingwood supporters are just noted for being diehard supporters and they they never yeah. give in, you know. And if win, lose or draw, we're, we're, we're always there. But it's been fantastic mm. the last... Two years because we're on a roll Absolutely. of winning games, and of course it makes it makes it all that much better when you're at a function, and um, you know, um, and I mean we went down to Donnybrook and it wasn't such a great crowd down there, but no, was, but a couple of things
0: did conspire against us. So oh um, yeah, you yeah, know, there was a funeral that day. Yeah, How selfish. Yeah. But, and um, their football team was out of the yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: but just being down, just being down there on that day. that oh, was great! Yeah, yeah, it was a it was a good good yeah. day to go yeah, down because you knew
0: the people that were there. They wanted to be there. Yeah, that's what it was about. And I think you uh, got to introduce the kids to more of the puppies.
1: Absolutely, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And know? I think um, you know, I. Like, Know, as I've heard the talk, you know, with uh, expanding that into sort of country, other they country are, yeah. areas, that yep. would be a, a really good idea. But, you know, yeah. I mean, you can't beat it. You can't beat a full crowd at the herd You know, and we we seem to pack it out pretty much every yeah, week. Well, and, and
0: you wait until the finals.
1: Yeah, it's going to be. Well, yeah. tomorrow night could be um, well, that's where could it, be that's big. When it begins. Yeah, and then of course, you know, if we Let's see what happens, if we can get. Uh, you know, it'd be lovely to see Collingwood um, get a premiership. We got robbed in twenty eighteen and
0: yeah. uh, but given two years ago, we finished seventeen. We finished second last. Yeah. Last year, we we're a couple of kicks away from the grand final. Yeah. Or maybe even one kick away from the grand final. We lost two two finals by such so small margins, it was almost like yeah. the footy gods were like, oh, come on, you had a pretty good run yeah, those, well that was, <laughs> those close games.
1: Yeah, I think that was the thing. So they, thank thinking
0: footy gods, yeah, but your timing was sh-
1: yeah, crap. Yeah, the footy gods <laughs> said, well, you've won a lot of games by small margins, now you can lose a, a couple of games by small margins. This year we've
0: had the luxury of um sort of being at the top of the pile for quite yeah. a few weeks um, and um,
1: you know, by, t- by
0: a couple of games, which is unheard of really. Yeah. Um, yeah. To be able to sort of like, okay, if you drop one, it's not the end of the world. Look at the big picture. It starts tomorrow night. Um, but, yeah, just on the Herzman Tavern, um, yeah, they've been great. Um, you know, they're very accommodating of us. Um, it was a real privilege just to be able to, um, you know, interview Craig McRae this year and the turnout we got. That was that was marvellous, yeah. And, um, you know, that was an experience I'll never forget. Um, at first, I was like, "What the hell have I done?" I'm looking out. There's over a hundred people looking back at me, going, "Well, you wanted this, uh, you know, you wanted this responsibility," and um, yeah. So, I guess what I'm getting at there is we because we did so well from that function. Peter, our our, our president, was basically uh, the quiz night was going to be going to like, okay, we'll we'll share the. Um, the fundraising too, he said, "No, we we did we did pretty good that day, so that's how the um, MND association type way ended up coming to uh, to getting all that money from yeah. that, I mean, that, that quiz."
1: Yeah. And uh, it's always yeah.
0: great to see Scott Cummings in action. <laughs> he's a, he's a character. Yeah, um,
1: but no, it was um, yeah. It's just uh, it is. It's a really good um, atmosphere. I mean, most of the. Places that the um, supporters groups had it over the yeah. years. I haven't been a, a well, we've, a, a big we've been around a few different yeah.
0: areas, and um, and given that you know we're an interstate supporter um, group, and you know we're we're actually the biggest one. We're actually the biggest interstate one in Australia for Collingwood. So yeah. I think that's something to be pretty
1: um, yeah, no, it's, of, um, it's well run know. and it's um, yeah, I I can't fault it and. You know, when you win the raffle and you get the meat pack from... Um, well, one
0: day it'll happen. I from the, to me, from
1: but. the butcher's shop in Chewett Hill. That's, that's pretty the good. I've seen one with yep. a haircut. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, My dad will be listening to this. So he'll be going, oh, Jason's finally going to shell out. He's going to give me a free haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, dad, if you're listening. Um, so before I close the interview... Is there anything you would like to say
1: to the audience of Bust the Pack? Um, probably two things. Okay. Yeah. Um, firstly, as I am a representative of Motor Neuron, mm-hmm. um, get out there and support Motor Neuron as much as you can. Mm-hmm. If you see a function on, check their Facebook page or their website and see what's going. Get out there Lend a hand and, uh, yeah, just get get there and support um, MND in their attempts to uh, find this cure. That's the main thing, find the cure for MND. Yeah. But the second thing is um, good old Collingwood forever, you know. Um, well. And, you know, l- let's go pies, as we keep saying, and, uh, you know, let's have a, a great final series and hopefully in that 26th of September or whatever day the grand final's on this year that uh, we're, <laughs> we're there and um, the we're going to win it. The Saturday
0: in September. Yeah. That's and we, all that yeah.
1: And we're going to win it and, um, you know, let's hope we do. I mean, as they say, it's not the end of the world, but it almost is if you lose. But Then again, well, I just hate more pressurised
0: for the two two years of domination. domination, (laughs) Still, nothing to show for it, and I still think there's there's a bit of a kind of full circle thinking back to the early two thousands. I still think there could be a Collingwood and Brisbane Grand Final. That's my tip, but um. Yeah,
1: Yeah. we'll see. Time will tell. First and second. But, um, yeah, all I can say is uh, go pies and um, uh, thanks for listening today and, uh, you know, let's get to the hurdy and uh, let's have a great uh, night tomorrow night and let's have a few more um, wins during the final series. Well said. Well, um, thanks for having a chat, David. You're most welcome, Jason. Cheers. Hi WA Magpies, this is Brody Meiercheck, your 2023 sponsored player. Thank you for sponsoring me. Get down to the Herdsman Lake Tavern on match days and cheer on the mighty Magpies.
0: Getting hectic at the Herdsman Tavern. The Herdsman Tavern in Wembley is the venue for the WA Magpies in 2023. You can find the black and white army in the sports bar, screaming at the big screen for all the Collingwood games, this final series, including the big dance, the AFL Grand Final. And let's not forget the always entertaining margin-tipping competition when the final siren is about to sound, giving the winner, with the exact game margin, a $50 food and drink voucher tickets are only one dollar in addition there is a prize of a meat lovers paradise one hundred dollar voucher given away when a raffle is held you have to be in it to win it anyone is welcome so let's get hectic at the hurdy
1: Are you having trouble
0: getting that sparkle back into your pool? Jim's Pool Care can help out with any pool problem. Need hey, it done? Jim's the
1: one.
0: With just one call, Jim's Pool Care mobile pool shops will respond to any pool equipment problems. We can repair or replace all leading brands of pool equipment, such as pumps, chlorinators, or automatic pool cleaners. So if you're thinking pools, think Jim's. Call 131546.
1: Need hey, it done? Jim's the
0: one. Or google Jim's Pool Care and book online. The power of WA Magpies magnetism. Now for all you WA Magpies members out there, in your membership pack you would have received a fridge magnet with the Bust in the Pack logo on it. And it cannot be mistaken. Now thanks to Jim's pool services, they are kindly donating prizes of $50 gift vouchers for the best photo of that fridge magnet in any location you want uh, you can be creative um, I'm going to leave it up to you so get your thinking caps on and email that photo to pack at gmail.com Well, until the next episode, Feathered Friends, always remember, Passion, Persistence, Perspective. This is Dr. J signing off. Thanks for listening.